Today, I'm at the Rose Castle on a hill just outside of Oslo, Norway, right by the world-famous Holmenkollen ski jump. Here, two brothers, Vebjörn and Eymundsson, got a vision to raise up a center of beauty and grandeur, of artwork, majestic things, to show the importance of democracy, freedom, humanism, justice in a world where so much of the opposite is shown. They got this vision and have built all this with more than 150 of Weber Sons majestic paintings, together with all these other components on this place, where you can walk around and look the people in the eye who survived or who died in Holocaust, who fought for freedom from the tyranny of Nazism, Norwegians and Soviet soldiers who fought together. This is a center where Weber Son, the mastermind behind this, is going to take us on a journey today with a little girl named Eleanor. Don't go away. Weber, it's on such an honor to be here. And before I ask you a question, Weber, I've been walking around here today at the Rose Castle, and I'm not here to talk about my faith, but I, I have such a distinct sense of the presence of God when I'm here. So thank you for creating this. It's, uh, it's on an altar uh, uh, above Oslo. So people coming up here, walking around, they're quiet. It's, it's like a sacred place. It's a sacred place. Mm. But what is this painting? Uh, this painting is my version of uh, the Van Zee conference. Uh, it's 80 years since uh, the Nazis came together outside Berlin with a beautiful, at the beautiful lake of Van Zee, uh, where the decision uh, uh, of uh, 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 what they called the final solution, um, the, the logistics uh, of the Holocaust, to, to put that into practice, uh, took place. Um, inspired by Hannah Arendt, a uh, Jewish philosopher, she wrote this famous book, The Banality of Evil. That's why I've painted this most evil conference ever taken place on Earth, mm. behind this facade of everyday life, of normality. And also I used a, a very famous composition in Scandinavian art, Hip Hip Hooray, of a painter uh, called Kreuer, uh, from the late 1800s uh, and populated with, with, uh, with these Nazis using my friends and also Jewish friends as models uh, for, for these Nazis. Uh, you can see Reinhard Heydrich, he was the one that was uh, leading the conference. So he's on that He's, uh, he's uh, in profile with the highest host, uh, giving the highest host and also with the black SS uniform and the red uh, arm, uh, armband. Uh, it's uh, Adolf uh, Eichmann, which was uh, the head of the logistics of, of, of the Holocaust. Uh, so, uh, also having uh, these uh, animals, um, picturing yeah. the animal character, the beast yeah. in man. Uh, that's a common thing in art and in mm. literature, um, using animals uh, to mm. symbolize the beast in man. So, uh, this is the decision. 
uh, of the Holocaust, and now we are going to uh, look at uh, the consequence of it through uh, the life of a little girl called Elinor. So a beautiful place uh, to start is on our stage. Uh, just uh, you know, uh, last summer we had more than 100 concerts um, taking place here. We uh, can watch uh, the capital underneath and the Oslo Fjord. You can see right there, and to uh, to the to the right you can see where Donau was sailing. The sh the sh the carrier, the German carrier, that transported 529 Jews the 26th of November 1942. Eight from, years. from Oslo. From Oslo. Eight years ago since the Wannsee conference and eight years since uh, the Jews were arrested on their addresses and, and taken down to the harbor, to the dockside and on board on Donau, heading towards Stettin in Poland. Mm. So, um, through the Jewish Museum's archive, I found a little girl uh, that uh, uh, was named Elinor, Elinor Meiran. And um, I went to the address and found her stubbling stone, the stones that are put outside the buildings where the Jews were arrested in the uh, Nazi-occupied uh, uh, Europe and in Germany. And um, so here you can see uh, Little Eleanor, I'm mixing time and space, so to speak. She's walking over her own stumbling stone. So this is it. And when I stood there, I decided I will try to make Eleanor the most famous five-year-old in Norway. Uh, and that's why she has a little house here. Uh, and also a call to Schindler's List with a red coat. She's arrested taken into this cab of Norwegian police officers uh, and also the Norwegian herd was like at the guard um, uh, guards for the Nazis and um, so the Nazi guards yeah no Norwegian Nazi guards yeah so to speak uh, uh, they were Norwegians and here the pictures facing out the Oslo Fjord where Dunal was sailing you can see a little Eleanor on the at the deck of Dunal. She didn't where now to uh, know where to, uh, where to go, and and she is uh, there with her uh, backpack and little uh, suitcase and little uh, you know a little uh, uh, doll there, and that's actually walking down this and down to to the um, um, uh, uh, railroad uh, cars uh, and uh, uh, the third picture. It's a pile of shoes and clothes, and there you can see her red little coat. Um, it's a famous Jewish uh, uh, poet called Nelly Sachs. Uh, she did something that no, no one thought was possible, to write a beautiful poet inspired by the Holocaust. Um, they were told to take a sh uh, they were going to take a shower to trick them into the gas chamber so that's why these piles of clothes and shoes were outside the gas chambers and then there was uh, it was uh, the cremation uh, Eleanor was killed uh, the 1st of December 1942 the same night she arrived uh, Auschwitz-Birkenau 
En uh, Nelly Sachs. Five years old. Five years old. En uh, en uh, Nelly Sachs writes. She is imagining out from the chimneys, the ashes is coming. Uh, that it turns in a cyclic process back into to 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 life again. The, the um, uh, ashes sleeps itself back into new star forms or star matter. So so this is uh, um, uh, the in, inside the house. Um, I have painted the poem, so to speak, and you can see three uh, three uh, 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 women in their sleep of ashes, and it's painted on carbon. The, the core matter they, they turn back into, and uh, eventually you can also you will also see little Eleanor in her sleep. So that's a, a memorial. It's a it's a place where everyone has to be should be quiet. And it's a beautiful um, some beautiful. It's a mass, a Greek Orthodox mass, and also the music of, of uh, music of Martin Rumberg, which is the musical leader here that we can uh, that we can also listen to. So when we walk in. To, uh, to Eleanor, to the ashes, to the sleep of the ashes. So here, uh, the painting, the sleep of ashes. And uh, when I'm touching it, I touch carbon what they turn into. And when people turn around, they will see Eleanor in her sleep, also painted on carbon. So this is a portrait of her, I, based on photographies, and um, I follow it. What a beautiful girl. Yeah, it's a beautiful girl. What in the world is this, Vebjorn? This is um, a sound installation, also with a, a visual example of visual math. This is one of the five platonic solids. And uh, for the ancient Greeks, it was a relation between the freedom in man and math. So this is math you can, you can see, it's visible. And, uh, and why? Uh, it was a symbol of freedom and, uh, for the and ancient Greeks, and that's what, what we are using it for in the, in the Rose Castle as well. It's op they're open, they're transparent and in balance, as the democracy and our democratic, democratic spirit has to be mm. to, to work mm -hmm. so so uh, and and uh, my brother and uh, also the music musical leader here martin rumberg they had created this these uh, this is amphoras from now, the ancient your, your brother my, my brother Ayman. Ayman, he's the mathematician right yeah he's a he's a specialist in in geometry so it's been fantastic to develop the park with him and you can just lean down and listen to quotes from the greek wonder from the ancient greeks they're talking about democracy, uh, dignity of man, um, uh, freedom of speech, uh, and the natural law that everyone is born free. And, the, and, and um, 
um, uh, United Nations uh, Human Human Rights Declaration. Op it opens with that. Well, with the, the, with the, with that every man is born free. Every human being is born free. Even the Bible has the natural law. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's the core, the, uh, all those things that uh, has inspired uh, our core freedom values from the ancient Greeks and all those. Uh, 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 and you can also, of course, uh, the, the Christianity uh, uh, and also the whole that again uh, inspired the Renaissance uh, thinkers and the philosophers of the Enlightenment age. And uh, those ideas was implanted in um, the Human Rights Declaration in France mm. and the uh, uh, Declaration of Independence in America. Mm. And those documents was, was like core center yeah. for our founding fathers when they brought our uh, constitution. So, so you had this wonderful line of humanism and the dignity of man. Uh, going all the way from the ancient Greeks to our founding fathers. And uh, in totalitarian powers, it's the opposite mm. than in humanism, because in the humanism, the un individual is first mm. and above everything. Mm. Uh, but in the totalitarian uh, powers, and they co are coming with many faces yeah. and in forms, they place themselves above the, the individual. Yeah. And if the individual doesn't follow it, they should be controlled, suppressed, or even killed. Yeah. Exactly. That's so, so that's what the Rose Castle is, is all about. It's, it's about um, humanism and the sacred of, of, of hum, the human being. And, and you, you can listen to, the, to these uh, the vases, these quotes, walking around on the spiral to the center of the Rose Castle, where you can read the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights. And we, 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 we say that together with with, with the groups and school classes coming up here. Thousands of school children have been here uh, and reading that and also listen to teaching about the, uh, the sources of, 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 of humanism. Um, and then uh, they walk on this part. It's also lit, so it's, it's beautiful to be here uh, during uh, the nighttime as well, uh, in the evenings. And uh, then uh, the first thing we will see on your um, uh, right hand side is the is the rose the white rose and that points towards the uh, German resistance uh, group the Weiße Rose the, the white rose youth in uh, in Munich students that stood up against the totalitarian uh, powers the Nazism in uh, Germany um, uh, pointing towards the, um, the ideals of uh, of uh, humanism, and they said to the G their German fellows, "You should think yourself, and that's not allowed in totalitarian powers. Mm. They should think for you." And uh, they were arrested and killed. These young uh, students, they were guillotined, mm. and one that didn't uh, uh, was not killed, survived miraculously, uh, is Traute Lafrenz, and she is. The oldest friend I have, she is 103 years old, she's alive. She lives in South Carolina <laughs> and I went down there and met her. Wow. And she came to New York and opened the first uh, part of this trilogy of, of war I've been working on. Of, of, or, or um, um, uh, you know, war versus uh, humanism. Yes. Yeah. And, and, um, so, so this is Traute, uh, she will be 
103 years old, the 3rd of May. Wow. So this is, uh, this is her. So, so then uh, that's why we are called the Rolls Castle. To, to lift up and, and, and pay homage to, to the Weiser Rose, the White Rose. So we have a lot of, uh, you know, themes, what was going on back in Norway. All, the, all these are, you know, large monumental paintings painted on plastic panels with plastic paint as acrylic and, and epoxy, uh, 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 covered with epoxy so they can be outdoor. You know, and that's why this kind of is, a, you know, uh, innovative uh, project, you know, it's like things that has not done be been done before to have a big museum basically out in the woods. How, how many, how many uh, paintings have you made so far? Here, no, uh, here it's more than, uh, more than 200 now, with wow. a new part of, uh, of the, because in, uh, in the Rose Castle we are uh, lifting up uh, women. Uh, yeah. more than the men yeah. in the resistance actually yeah. uh, because they have not been lifted up before mm. uh, as they deserve and a lot of them haven't is totally you know forgotten so so in the rose castle we have a new section uh, focusing on uh, especially the, the resistant women and we're making a, a norwegian program about the women yeah that's <laughs> that's uh, that's something we're uh, we're going to do what is this uh this painting is focusing on uh, the collaborators, those who uh, of Norwegian companies that worked closely together with Nazi Germany during the occupation, mm -hmm. and also used prisoners of war as slaves in uh, in their uh, factories and, and so on. Uh, railroad, the Norwegian railroad company, NSB, used. Uh, um, prisoners of war in Norway uh, as slaves and uh, Norwegian highway authorities used it and uh, uh, famous big company uh, called Norwegian Hydro used still uh, world famous yes world famous uh, they collaborated collaborated closely with Nazi Germany producing wow. aluminum for Hitler's uh, war uh, in the air and um, uh, we, we are uh, uh, um, especially focusing on uh, uh, the 130,000 prisoners of war that was in Norway, mm. more than double uh, the amount of uh, people that was killed and died in Norway uh, was prisoners of war. Up to 18,000 prisoners of war was died in, uh, died during the occupation, uh, in, in, compared to Norwegians that was approximately 10,000. Wow, and they were. They were horribly treated, treated because the Nazis looked up on them, them as Untermensch, uh, uh, just uh, uh, like they looked, up, uh, looked uh, upon the Jews. They should just work until they died. So these were from Soviet, they were Cossacks, they were, yeah. they were Ukrainians, uh, Russians. Of, of the 130,000, approximately 100,000 was from uh, the Soviet Union. Yeah. So this, you can see also, this, this is actual people that was in Norway during the occupation. And you can also see the, 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 uh, the person at the right there, he has a, some kind of Asian um, yeah. look. He could have been a Kazakh. He could be a, he could be a Kazakh. And here we have... Um, the Russian tower, uh, pointing towards uh, um, uh, what they built of infrastructure in Norway. <laughs> they built railroads, uh, they built... The roads. Soviet prisoners of war. Prisoners of war. 
and uh, and uh, um, uh, airports, they you know really um, improved the Norwegian infrastructure during those five years. Uh, 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 the, uh, the occupants, but mainly they they used slaves uh, working on their their uh, facilities and and uh, roads and uh, and on the top of this uh, railroad track tower, we have uh, an onion cupola uh, pointing towards uh, the Russian culture and belief uh, to pay homage to to all the the Russian. The Russians that uh, lived and died in Norway during World War II, and uh, it's inspired by the Vasily Cathedral in Moscow. Yeah. Um, behind us we have uh, General Fleischer. Uh, that was the general that uh, won the first uh, battle Hitler uh, Hitler lost, uh, so to speak. Yeah, the, if there's anything Norway is famous for during World War II, is is the Battle of the, of, uh, of of Narvik. It was uh, 24,000 Allied troops. It was British soldiers, Polish, and also uh, uh, the French uh, Foreign Legion, Legion coming to Norway, fighting in Narvik. Um, and um, and he he was uh, the head of the Norwegian um, uh, uh, forces. And uh, uh, while the f uh, fighting had been, you know, the Norwegian had surrendered south. It was still they were still fighting up in north northern Norway, so um, this is our great uh, hero from World War II, and and um, and he also committed suicide in Canada in '42, and that's also uh, you know the whole surroundings uh, around uh, Fleischer's death is still something that is uh, it's a painful part of uh, Norwegian um, war uh, history. Wow. And what about this? Uh, we have uh, here. Uh, uh, it's a legend or a tr true story. It's uh, Josef Schultz, the soldier that refused to take part in an execution of partisans in Serbia in 1941. I went down to Serbia to the actual site where that that this uh, um, should have happened. Uh, he was lined up with the you know Wehrmacht uh, soldiers. Uh, just about to kill some partisans, shoot them. But then suddenly he took off his helmet, dropped his gun, and walked up out of the row of the soldiers. And, and then he was lined up together with the, with the Serbs and killed with them. Wow. So for him, it was a, he didn't want to be, be a mass murderer. He didn't want to, 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 to kill. He, um, his uh, uh, ideals uh, and... and uh, Visions of, of you know how to live as a human being on Earth uh, was uh, you know he he uh, died uh, um, as a free man. Wow, he died as a free man. What about this young man here? This is um, uh, Laurits Sam. Uh, he is the most tortured man during uh, World War II in Norway. And uh, uh, the Grini monument, Grini was the biggest uh, prison camp in Norway. Uh, there's a monument there, and the only word you can see on the monument is no. He never ever said anything, you know, during torture. So, uh, so he um, he was, uh, you know, a, 
great for for the older prisoners and you know they the courage they got from him and and his um, strength uh, was contagious so to speak now his last name is the same as yours is there yeah, any yeah, relationship <laughs> it's it's a uh, coincidence so no, it's it's no uh, no relation yeah. uh, regarding uh, and what about this uh, this is the um, uh, this is the teachers uh, that didn't want to uh, uh, can I say can you say not not Nazify the school system they didn't want to collaborate with the Nazis uh, have Nazi doctrines uh, Nazi teaching in the school system and they were arrested and sent to northern Norway uh, uh, as prisoners and they had to you know forced uh, do forced labor uh, work there so this is the this is actual teachers I've been portrait uh, making a portrait of on on that um, truck. Yeah. And here is another and this one. Is, yeah, this is about um, escape. Uh, a lot of um, uh, people, they, you know, fled to Sweden. So this is about a scene flooding, you know, crossing a, a lake. Uh, we had also, you know, border guides uh, painted, uh, you know, also uh, border guides, people that, uh, you know, brought uh, uh, Jews and also other political, uh, you know, had to escape it because they were, you know, um, uh, caught or, or just about to be, you know, they knew that they were, uh, you know, they had just had to, 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 to escape to Sweden. To Sweden. So that was, um, um, you know, then I painted it with this, like, uh, this, uh, this red lines above, you know, uh, inspired by, a lot of my paintings are, you know, very inspired by Edvard Munch, you know, to express feelings through colors and, you know, to this Jugendstyle forms, you know, you see the waves, you know, the, the, on, um, under uh, the boat and above it, you know, so everything is like going up in a kind of a common rhythm. Uh, so this is, um, you know, one of um, more than 200 paintings now. Uh, I have maybe 90 monumental paintings. They are four meters by three meters. Uh, so it's, you know, fantastic. You know, of course, these small paintings are uh, bringing up, uh, you know, unbearable themes. Uh, but to paint and to create you know, a, a, a project like this, it's also an explosion of, uh, you know, fantasy and, and, and joy. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, if you are going to, you know, come up with all this artwork, you have to have, you know, it must be, uh, you must love what you do. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's uh, I, even though it's like really, really hard subjects, I have had so much fun doing it. Now we have to finish this episode, but uh, it's so evident that you have that joy and the passion while you're doing this. Uh, and uh, now so far about 250,000 have visited your uh, Rose Castle uh, and been impacted. And uh, this project will be up in Oslo here for at least three more years, correct? 
Yeah, through 2025. Yeah. Uh, so the politicians of Oslo, they they uh, wanted this ca this project to 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 stand uh, for some more years, and uh, we hope to have uh, at least one uh, million people coming uh, to visit uh, this. Uh, um, golden castle overlooking Oslo on the hillside over over the capital um, uh, through this coming uh, so actually uh, people around the world they can they can fly to Oslo they there's hotels not too far away and they can take uh, the, the, the street the 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 the, uh, the, the uh, not the streetcar but the the, um, the subway yeah the subway all the way up to the end station here, uh, so it's really convenient. They walk straight into the castle, basically, when they come to the end station of, of uh, um, the subway. And um, uh, it's open every day through the year from uh, morning to evening. So when Time Magazine said that this is one of the 100 places in the world that's worth visiting, I mean, people are in for quite something. Yeah, we're so happy and proud that uh, we were listed by Time Magazine uh, last year. So um, we uh, are really welcoming uh, international uh, public to the Rose Castle. And thank you for having us again. Last year I was delighted to be here and make three shows with you. And, uh, and now again. So thank you so much, Weber and Son. God bless you and your brother and the whole team around this tremendous project. Thank you so much.